Thank you for downloading this sermon from Trinity Presbyterian Church in Spartanburg, South Carolina. For more information about Trinity, visit our website at www.trinityspartanburg.com. Now let's stand for one more reading of Scripture, the text for my sermon this afternoon, Psalm 116, verse 15. This is the word of the Lord. It says this, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly ones. The word of the Lord. You may be seated. Death is an enemy. Death is painful. Death is terrible. But even though death is an enemy and it's terrible, death to one of God's godly ones is precious. Right? That's the very simple point that this this single verse from Psalm 116 is making. The the Hebrew word translated as precious is it's the Hebrew word yakar. It's often also translated as rare or splendid, or um, weighty, even, even the, the word costly gets at what the, the Hebrew word is here. If you think about those words, precious means something more than what we think it means, right? When we think of precious, we think of a, a, a sweet old lady squeezing the cheeks of her grandson, and saying, well, aren't you just precious, right? Precious. By which she means she thinks that that grandson is just sweetness itself, right? And so we read this verse as saying that the death of God's godly ones is just so sweet to him. And I won't deny that God takes delight in the death of his beloved children. He does take delight even in the death of his beloved children. I think, though, that the word for precious can also mean something, and in the Hebrew means something more than sweet. It means costly. Now think about that. Costly, such as a precious metal, is costly. So this verse could be translated, costly in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly ones. Now, what does that mean? Costly in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly ones. Um, And what does it mean about what took place with our brother Bob Simpkin just a few days ago, right, when he died, when he passed from this life to the next? Well, first of all, let me say this. It is only the death of his godly ones, right, those who walk before God in this life, those who have the new birth By God's spirit, it is only the death of his godly ones that is costly to God, okay? Those who go through this life suppressing the truth of God in unrighteousness, refusing to acknowledge really that there's a God or that there's a personal God, those who refuse that, determining to live for all kinds of other things but not for God, false gods of their own choosing like family, like sports, like education, 
like pleasure. Right? We know people who live for those things as if they're a, a god to them. Right? Those who go through life refusing to acknowledge God and walk before him, their deaths, get this, are cheap. Not costly. They're cheap. They die, and having never lived for God, they will never live for him forever. Think about that. And the God who, treated, who was treated as cheap by them will treat their deaths as cheap. You see, Scripture says that those who reject God are earning something. The Scriptures say that they are being given wages that when they finally retire from this life, earn them just death. That's what they earned through their wages, right? Scripture says, for the wages of sin is death. And so those who are not the holy ones spoken of in this verse, this, this verse of Psalm 116, simply get what they have earned when they die. Their bank account is what they put into it. They did the... Uh, the earnings of the wages and the final amount comes to a grand total of death. Cost God nothing. Their deaths are cheap. They die and dying in the unforgiveness of sins, they go into the next world completely destitute, completely poor. Naked they were born into this world and naked they arrive in the next world. But what of those who are God's holy ones, those who were born again by faith, those who love Jesus, those who, who walk with God in this life. What of them? Well, their deaths are costly. Costly. What? I mean, when God's holy one die, die, when his holy ones die, they are welcomed into God's presence and presented with a white robe, pure white, whiter than any white you have ever seen. They are clothed in the, the righteousness of Jesus Christ. They are clothed in the next world. The whiteness of that robe is not then from bleach, Right? We can get things pretty white, but not very white. It's not from bleach, but you know why those robes are so white. Because they're dipped in the very blood of the Lamb of God. Dipped in blood and made white. The Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, blood, makes those robes white. Those robes have been made white by that washing right in that costly blood. The blood that flowed from the cross of Jesus Christ when he died as a sacrifice for sins. And so when God's holy ones die, their deaths cost God the very blood of his own son. The 24 elders standing before Jesus, the lamb and his throne room sing a song about the cost they sing you were slain and your blood you by and with your blood you purchased for god persons from every tribe and language and people and nation 
Did you hear that? You were slain, and with your blood, you purchased for God persons from every tribe, tongue, and nation. Bob Simkin, the wonderful, smart, quirky, strange follower of Jesus Christ, was purchased by the blood of the Son of God. So at his death, as with all those who die in Christ, an accounting took place, a presentation took place in which he was presented with something so precious that it took the very death, the very shedding of the blood of the Son of God to purchase it. He arrived before the Holy God in the clothing that all the gold in this world and every other planet in the universe could not possibly purchase. He arrived before the Holy God clothed in Jesus Christ's righteousness, which are described as white robes. Costly in the sight of God are the death of his godly ones. Why costly? Because of the costliness of those robes, because of the costliness of the blood into which those robes were washed, because of the costliness of the sacrifice of the Son of God, who loved us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. And because of that blood that brought our brother through death to eternal life, Listen to this. If you address as father the one who impartially judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood. As of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Death which understood properly and scripturally is the passing from this life to the next life, that's a tormenting thought for a lot of people. Isn't it? Even to many Christians, it's, it is a tormenting thought if, if we're, we're honest with ourselves, right? That a person goes from conscious animated to being a dead body. From one moment to the next, it it is shocking to us. It's shocking. It's painfully shocking. If you have been by the side of someone who has died, there's an incomprehensible change when the soul departs from the body and the body lays there without movement. Some people believe that that is just the end. No more consciousness. That's just, that's the end. 
It's the end of that person's existence. There's nothing. That's what you believe if you hold to a, a materialistic worldview. Right? It's the imagined world of John Lennon. No hell below us, above us only sky. Is that your view? Right? Is that your view? Well, then everything I've said in this sermon up to this point is just a bunch of religious gobbledygook to you. Right? But if you find the idea of death being the end, and there being no soul, and that life is a very unpredictable accident, well, I urge you to take up the word of God. Take up the word of God and read. Take up the word of God perhaps for the first time and read about what it says about life and death and your soul and your body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Right? See this world as a world made for the Son of God and bought by his blood. Ask that God would give you eyes to see beyond what your eyes see, the eyes of faith, that like, like Stephen, you can gaze intently into heaven and see the glory of God in Jesus Christ standing at his right hand. Ask God to give you those eyes. If you wait until you've crossed over from this life until the next, to gaze upon Jesus Christ, you will have trampled on his body and blood by rejecting all his mercies that he gave you in your life. But coming to Christ now, you will meet the great transition through, <laughs> you will meet that transition from this life to the next with blood-bought confidence. You will know, as, as our dear friend Bob knew, that you've been bought with a price. There's a hymn I like, and I'll end with this. It's from an old hymnal called the Gadsby Hymnal. And it talks about the blood of Christ. And I'll end with this. Come, raise your thankful voice, ye souls redeemed with blood. Leave earth and all its joys and mix no more with mud. Dearly were bought, highly esteemed, redeemed with Jesus' blood redeemed. Christians are priests and kings, all born of heavenly birth. Then think on nobler things and grovel not on earth. Dearly were bought, highly esteemed, redeemed with Jesus' blood redeemed. With heart and soul and mind, exalt redeeming love. Leave worldly cares behind and set your minds above. Dearly were bought, highly esteemed, redeemed with Jesus' blood redeemed. Lift up your ravished eyes and view the glory given. All lower things despise, ye citizens of heaven. Dearly were bought, highly esteemed, redeemed with Jesus' blood redeemed. Be to this world as dead, alive to that to come. Our life 
in Christ is hid, who soon shall call us home. Dearly were bought, highly esteemed, redeemed with Jesus' blood, redeemed. So come to Christ. Honor the slain lamb as Bob Simpkin did. And your death, rather than being a fearful terror, will be a blood-bought welcome home. Costly, costly in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly ones. Amen?